So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, wherever you are. This is uh, another episode of My Two Cents podcast. Uh, this week, the podcast is co-hosted uh, with uh, Piotr. Piotr, can you uh, introduce yourself? Sure, sure. Hi, Harim. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm Piotr Grzynski. I'm from a personal background. I'm a Polish French living in Spain, father uh, of a Mexican kid. He adds the Mexican flag to it. And from a professional perspective, a repeated entrepreneur, first insure tech, now fintech, um, uh, rolling out a product in Mexico, which is a coincidence. It's a coincidence. <laughs> well, he didn't tell you that he lives in Barcelona, so he's making it extra complex uh, as French, Polish, living in Barcelona, working in Mexico. Hey, um, the topic we wanted to touch today is diversity and uh, a little bit around the startup environment. Uh, you recently wrote an article around diversity and especially within your organization. Um, and I was actually quite intrigued by that, uh, also by your call to action uh, towards uh, VCs uh, to, to, to start promoting the fact that we need to be more diverse or actually not talking about diversity, but hiring the best people you can get, no matter where they come from. Uh, can you uh, talk a little bit about how you guys engaged on that within your company? So I think we didn't realize that we were engaging in that in our company. Um, the, the whole idea about at some point expressing ourselves or myself about diversity was that um, at Finu, at our current company, we are three co-founders. Uh, the two other ones are first a woman from India, um, a bit more seasoned than myself, and a, a German guy um, raised and born uh, in Germany. I actually was a, a kind of a globe trotter. Um, and the more we were going forward in our journey, the more we realized how people, uh, VCs especially, were, or any stakeholders were paying attention to the fact that we had a woman CTO. Um, and I, I couldn't really understand why is it so, so much like um, an outstanding or like different or unique. Um, and so I started to, to, to brainstorm the topic, discuss it with my other co-founders, and I realized we didn't see it coming because that's a question we didn't ask ourselves when we met with Charlie. Essentially, the question we ask ourselves is, who is she? Uh, is she a nice person? Uh, does she like us? Does she want to work with us? And can she get things done based on her skill set? So, um, and it just happened. And I think we follow the same path. Uh, anyone joining us, essentially, to be fairly honest, I don't even know which universities anyone graduated within the team. I have no idea. Uh, I only know which universities I graduated. Um, because when we onboard someone in a startup, uh, I believe we only focus on who is this person and can she help us take it to the next level? Can she get things done for us? Can, uh, is this person better at a specific topic than we are as co-founders? Um, and with, I, I believe naturally having this mindset, then we end up with a like, really mixed panel of people, uh, age-wise, gender-wise, um, uh, and yeah, religion-wise, although we don't discuss that much religion in the company, but it, it ends up being a real mix, a real diverse mix that we are, we're not even seeking for. So we never were like, okay, while launching Finu, we have to focus on this, promote, be the kind of flag to show everyone else what is good or what isn't. It just happened. People started to realize that and then um, said, okay, so since we behave that way naturally, maybe we should spread the word uh, reaching out to VCs because they have big infrastructures, they have dozens or hundreds of startups in their portfolio, they have network, they come, their general partners and LPs come from various uh, positions uh, and backgrounds, 
and eventually they can reach out to uh, universities, high schools, schools to show kids that in the startup ecosystem, uh, by, de by design, we need help and we focus on what can you bring to us. So there's space for you. And, uh, and when a startup is growing, you can grow the startup. It's a bit different than the old economy. Um, I have only, let's say, uh, impressions about the old economy, big corporates. I never worked in there, but my impression is that there, where you come from, which diploma do you have, actually is really important and maybe even the, one of the first criteria rather than what did you do before. So I know by heart the experiences from all our team members, where they worked, what they did, uh, but I don't know uh, what they studied, for instance. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, think it's a, I think it's a real good topic because uh, I've worked for a lot of corporates, so uh, I've seen how the selection uh, goes for, for team members. And I remember at a certain point, I had an HR lady come to me and said, look, uh, we did a pre-selection of all the 50 candidates uh, applying to the position. We selected these 10. I said, okay, where did you select them on? Well, they all went to a good university. They all have X, Y, Z and all criteria, which were um, static criteria. Uh, and the first thing I said to her, look, but have you spoken to the other candidates? She said, no, we did a pre-selection. So these are the people we want to put forward based on the background. We want to have uh, these people can be high potentials. The first thing I, I, I said to her was that, look, if I look at my team, the highest potential I have in my team are two people who have never studied, but they have the drive, they have the stamina, they have the, uh, they are fearless in what they do. Uh, so they start up with new things. They start up with new ideas and concepts. Um, so I want you to go back. I want you to really look at how these people can contribute to the success of our team, because we are transforming, we're changing. And uh, we cannot just look at education. Education is, is lovely. It's a great foundation. And I believe that people need a good education, an education or from a school or an education through life. Uh, there are two levels of education. Uh, I, I call myself a lifelong learner. Um, uh, but that that is a big, massive point within a lot of organizations that they filter out based on education. That's the first one. Okay, not education out, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That filtering is, I think, the wrong one. Uh, you wrote an article, and one of the things you 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 mentioned is that from a startup perspective, we look at not what have you, uh, no, what education do you have, but what can you bring us? How can you help us succeed? Yes. Yes, because um, essentially we need evidence. Um, so, uh, and the evidence for us is what have you done in the past? What mindsets do you show when we meet? Who are you as a person? Um, and which, so which skill set did you deliver already? Or did you, did you build? And uh, you create the belief that in, within us that you will get the skill set you are eventually missing because you have the right mindset. So as much as I can understand filtering in big corporates based on the diploma, because I meet a lot of uh, people in the VCs who graduated in, in big American schools, and these guys are all brilliant. And most likely, you know, that if someone went, I, I didn't go to Stanford, but to a top European university, he's a working machine. He has the ability to grasp a lot of working hours and standards. But for, we, we will not capitalize on this essentially in startup, because instead of everybody is working hard, uh, what we capitalize on is the mindsets and the evidence we have that, oh, you did that this in the past, come on board, solve this pain for us, and then grow and solve more. 
Um, and this is really crucial in the startup because we need you to be able to deliver like almost right away and grow with us. Uh, and that's not really related to this, the studies you did. I mean, I have a good diploma, um, but I mean, it's absolutely not related to the experience we gained and I gained uh, launching a startup. It, it, it's, it's far more of a roller coaster, more confidence. You have to be more resilient, acquire more, more scales than the theory that we acquired at the uni. Um, and I, I believe a lot of startups um, focus on this, on uh, are you just better on this specific topic, managing the product, uh, acquiring customers, building the identity, uh, taking care of our customers than I am? Or are you better at lending at credit risk than I am? Uh, or that we are as founders? Um, because we're dying, a startup is dying, uh, I mean, almost for always. So there's nothing for granted, even after you complete the CSB or C, which I never did, um, things are not granted, but in the very early days, mm -hmm. you're really dying. You just get a capital injection and then you're dying into the next round and you have to prove by then that it, it, you're worth living and then yeah. you get more funding or you just generate revenue on yourself, right? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so since, since we're in this uh, very fragile setup, being a startup, we just need to focus on, yeah, can you help us? Yeah, I like the, I like the, the, the perspective also what you mentioned there in a startup, uh, you are continuously dying until you get to a certain point that you can scale up and move up onwards, which in general, when you have an established company, a large company, um, it's okay if you do less this year. It's not okay for the shareholder, but it's okay. There's no massive risk. There's no uh, 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 dynamic of we all have to contribute for the fullest 200%. Um, that's, that's a real massive difference between a startup and, 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 and an established company. But if we then look back on the diversity uh, topic, um, you guys have a female C a CTO, uh, which uh, more and more companies, you see more and more positions that are uh, 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 led by, by, by females. Uh, but also by gays, by by ethnic, uh, ethnicity. Uh, so I'm gonna leave that one for now, <laughs> the word. But I guess you know what I mean. Um, we see that change happening all over. Uh, the interesting part is that from a startup perspective, we don't look at that. Uh, I think times are changing. We are not, we have never lived in a more diverse and inclusive world uh, uh, like we have now. Although we are still reasonably complaining, and I'm not saying that we should not address the topic. Uh, of uh, diversity. Um, from my experience, when I was younger and I started work, I know that, uh, and I felt it too, that I had to work twice as hard as a uh, dark person uh, versus my colleagues. I had to prove more versus others. They got promoted much more quickly than me. Uh, but that has changed over the years. If we now look at the um, the the uh, the questions you get what does it do with you because i'm really quite intrigued by the fact that uh, people are asking you hey you have a female cto what does it do with you because you have not had that uh, experience from 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 yourself uh, yeah so yeah first of all yeah i didn't have that experience for myself uh i believe mean, i'm fairly lucky not to experience situations where people judge me on something more than what i say or what i do um what does it do with me um I, so first it's a hit because i when i'm not naive i think i guess and i i was always surrounded by people from different cultures religion uh ethnicities uh but of, since i never experienced that maybe i didn't really feel or i'm not able to feel what what it is right to be discriminated 
Mm -hmm. uh, but the more I heard VCs or stakeholders saying, oh yeah, that's really nice, that's really neat, the more I say like, oh, okay, so that's, it's, it's so much of a problem that even the other guys, the VCs, and believe me, my name is the less exotic. Mm -hmm. I thought my name was exotic in Europe and in Western countries, mm -hmm. but I mean, I meet people from all over the world and even they notice that. So it means like, yeah, there's, uh, we can do better, although I see people from mm -hmm. all over the world in the stakeholders we talk to. Um, and therefore, we have to initiate a call to action because, I mean, it's, it's good to talk about it uh, once or twice, eventually write an article, talk about it today, but we have call to actions to perform. And, and there's a lot of initiatives in sports, for instance, where they go into maybe like poorest neighborhoods in France, for instance, or globally and say, guys, there's a way out. It's not about being a professional at a specific discipline, but just structure your, uh, the first years of your life and then eventually join university based on that, get a scholarship, stand out, and don't, just don't remain out in the streets with no options. And, and I believe we can do the same, we can follow the same educational path. I believe, okay, we understand what it is. I understand more and more what it is, although I was never contracted to that. Of course, I have uh, as well, like, let's say, um, friends from different uh, ethnicities, and I saw situations where uh, they were not treated as I was, but I never experienced that. But today the call to action is, okay, let's show to others that they can stand out somehow, um, come out of behind the tree and say, oh, I'm there. And actually I want to work with you in the startup and I can do that for you. And then they enter and they climb the tree because in the startup ecosystem, that's nice as well. Uh, I believe there's far less politics and in corporates. Uh, there might be elbow climbing, uh, the more you grow, um, but there's far less. And so if, if we don't, share this, uh, it will not become global. I believe a lot of startups and VCs by nature are really diverse already, um, but I, I, I haven't seen any initiative to communicate it to the market, to schools, uh, to cities or universities. Um, and I believe we can do it. And, and from, a, from a corporate perspective uh, and, and what you mentioned from, from your history, um, yeah, I, I'm just happy I never experienced that because I, I, I don't know what it can be like. Um, but so I want to make sure is that no one experienced that within our company and within our industry. Yeah, yeah. I must say, I'll say I'm thankful that I experienced that, to be honest. Uh, it's, it sounds maybe a bit weird because it actually made me who I am. And uh, uh, same thing if I talk to old colleagues and clients of mine, they said, look, Raheem, you're so incredibly creative. You have so much energy. You keep going. Uh, if something goes really bad, you always are able to fix it and move forward with a smile. And I think that's that's all has a history, of course. Because if I didn't, if I wasn't confronted with the fact that people were judging me based on my color or based on my name, uh, they still can't pronounce my surname. Uh, for the people who still can't do it, it's Gulamali, not Guacamole or any other one you make it, but it doesn't matter. Uh, you can call me anything you want. But the thing is that um, it actually made me the person who I am and it actually helped me uh, and is helping me in, in, in current difficult times in the market to, to keep being focused and keep moving forward. So it has an advantage and it has helped me as a person. Um, I think also that um, to, to, to get a bit around this topic, uh, it's important that we keep talking about it. And one of the call to actions you also put into your article is that um, uh, you're talking about VCs. And for the people who don't know what a VC is, it's a venture capitalist uh, fund. Um, it's a really small sector. Uh, you mentioned that everybody actually knows each other or will meet each other if you are part of a startup environment. Um, 
one thing I was a bit of surprised in your in your article is that you mentioned is that we need to reach out more to universities. Whilst I was actually uh, uh, of the opinion or of the thinking that if I look at startup organizations, that the universities are a massive source of resource for them to actually build their organizations. Yes, definitely. Definitely, there's a lot of a, a, a lot of startups um, taking uh, like freshly graduate students. Uh, a lot of startups, even I believe, taking people after high school. And I mean, we met our, one of our first business angels at our university. So uh, we were in a good university, I, I, I think, um, and we had this. Uh, we were lucky, right? But. I'm not sure if like in an average university or in most of universities, you see that kind of initiative. It's just entrepreneurs going there, sharing what it is, the roller coaster. I mean, it's not a, there's a, misconce a lot of misconception about what it is to, to launch a startup, but sharing that experience saying, yeah, you can come to us. Uh, if you want to do this, you want to do finance with us, you want to do marketing, you want to do uh, engineering, you can do it because then only what you do matter. Uh, and if you're a great person, a nice person, obviously we don't like to, to onboard toxic one. Um, but I, 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 for instance, um, I see initiatives where we are invited to as portfolio startups to mental health for entrepreneurs. Uh, now we actually started like yesterday with one of our, our investors, like an eight-week course, once a week exercises about mental stretching to, so that we are better leaders after eight weeks. Uh, so it's not a therapy. It's just to improve our, our, our character traits. Mm -hmm. um, we participated in the interview launched by Indiva Mexico about mental health and startup. So they're doing a lot of stuff to help our community already. Uh, and I believe helping our community as well is just to tell the word and the students that, hey, here we are, right? Come and join us. Uh, it's not only startups are more than only uh, the LinkedIn post you see that this startup raised X and this startup <laughs> raised Y and it's a success nowadays. It's everything, it's failure, roller coaster, yeah. but job opportunities, career path as, as mentioned previously. Uh, so I think there's just not, no one ever reached out to us to say, okay, guys, we'll do that. You go to this school or write an article, we'll publish like that in a student newsletter, tell your story. Uh, not specifically our story, but any mm -hmm. startup story um, and about this topic specifically. So, so I think there's space for that um, and, and they will come to it, VCs. I mean, I'm, I'm spamming them now all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's 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 go to a bit of a call to action because I think the main thing is that that uh, uh, this is also what you did in your article. But I, uh, what is your call to action if you look at other startups, VCs? What do you really uh, want them to do moving forward? Want them to reach out to any organization they think that might be relevant, and I quoted high schools and universities can be more than that. Uh, take startup co-founders with them on a regular basis and let them share their story, share them what is a startup about from a labor, job, opportunity, a professional perspective. Um, not sure if they're supposed to take me or maybe rather our CTO actually, so that she goes as a woman and then other girls see, oh, but that's a girl just like me and she's the CTO of that company. So I can be her too. Uh, or uh, that um, she's from India and now she's in Mexico now, but she was in Europe. And so, of course, Europe is full of Europeans and as well some immigrants, but maybe then she should go there. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not in a specific category where I'm discriminated, as I mentioned. So I'm not sure if I'm the person to go there. 
Although I wrote the article you mentioned because I reached out to Rochali, it's our CTO, mm -hmm. her name is Rochali, and said, Rochali, uh, maybe you should write about it. And she said, no, it would be more powerful if actually a, a white male writes about it. Uh, so I did, not sure if it's more powerful, but I did. And yeah, the, the call to action is DVCs, uh, wherever you are city-based, reach out to school, high schools, uh, universities, any other associations, even sport clubs where, where kids are, uh, and take the, take the, uh, all this, um, that diverse setup you have already within the portfolio, startup portfolio, and let them just talk and meet. So they identify themselves to someone. I mean, if, if, if you see a pilot and he's just like you, you want to be a pilot. And if you see a woman engineer, and maybe you like logic and you like math, then you say, okay, oh, I can do this. And it doesn't mean I will have to apply for a job for a big corporate where there's uh, maybe supposedly it's more tough to get in if you are from a diverse uh, setup. But uh, yeah, startup is she's here. She's just proving me wrong. that I can go there. Cool, cool. So we're going to conclude this uh, podcast. Uh, we're uh, running uh, out of time. Um, then I think what's actually quite interesting, uh, Piotr is really, um, he, he, he's a funny guy. Uh, he runs a great company. He's a really serial entrepreneur. Um, he probably will be looking for people. So if you guys, if anyone in this uh, this podcast is listening or, or viewing this podcast, um, maybe you can you tell a little bit about your latest adventure. I'm going to call it the adventure. <laughs> yes, the current coaster, right? Um, thank you. So uh, we launched six months ago uh, an early stage fintech in Mexico. Uh, the general idea is that uh, in Mexico, as many other emerging markets, uh, most of people don't have access to, to financial products and they depend on alternatives which are bad for them, not accepting them or really expensive when it comes to credit, for instance. Um, so our first product is uh, trying to give access to credit cheaper than anyone in Mexico and to give access with a like, higher acceptance rates than any lender in Mexico. Uh, and that's just the first base in order to, to attract a, a lot of undeserved customers, uh, build their credit financial profile into a quality one and open them a whole different set of additional products so that overall they go into a more financial healthy direction um yeah and that's our challenge obviously it puts a lot of pressure because uh giving uh, credits as a first product in emerging markets uh where it's highly competitive uh i mean the impact of not repaying a loan is not as high uh from a um, behavioral perspective as maybe in europe where they will just chase you down if you don't pay um so yeah that, that's a that's a challenge we are we're looking at we did the pre-seed run last year prior to the launch we're now actually now doing the the seed round that will close soon. Uh, yeah, and the idea is to make the world a better place offering like uh, decent and honest products for our customers. That, that's what we're looking at. Nice, nice, nice. So if there are people uh, also listening who are investors, who are interested in jumping on a new journey, uh, I will put a link uh, to Pyotr's LinkedIn uh, in, in the post on both YouTube as on the Anchor and the Spotify. So if you want to connect with Pyotr, Please do, uh, because I think the, the concept they are launching is actually really good. Um, I worked a lot with Mexico in the past, uh, in, in the time I worked for a data company. Uh, so I know uh, quite, quite enough about that market, but also the emerging markets that it's really difficult for people to get financing all over, uh, but it's also really difficult to collect the finance, the, the, the money. So it's a, it's a, it's a quite an interesting dynamic you're working in. Uh, Piotr, thank you so much for, uh, for, for this chat. 
we're going to record another one soon, uh, which is also going to be really, really interesting for the people uh, listening in. And that's, that is actually what does it actually mean to start up a company? Because uh, that's that's a, a key topic we want to touch for the next time. For this time, thank you so much for joining. Uh, really appreciate uh, your, your views on this topic on diversity. And I look forward to having a, a, an next session with you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Raim.